Flicks and Friends podcast. This is Dustin, and today I'm joined by my lovely wife, Holly. Hi, everyone. Hello, and today we're actually talking about a movie that's near and dear to us, 1931's Frankenstein. Because it is very near and dear to us because we always refer to ourselves as like Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah, it's always been a thing since we've gotten together. Yeah. The budget for this movie was $262,000. Do you know how much it actually grossed? Um, I remember reading somewhere that the first week it grossed 53000 mm-hmm. which is fairly good for a movie that came out in the 1930s. In the 30s, yeah. In the 1930s. A... Um, but I don't know the total gross. Uh, total gross was $12 million. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole lot of money. That is a lot of, for like that, that time. That time. That's, that's old money. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so, so I wonder if like the 12,000 is referred to like inflation terms like our 11,000 or 12,000? 12 million. 12 million? <laughs> Back then, 12 million. Um, I don't know, but I mean, it's still, that's still a lot of money for a movie that came out in the 30s. Yeah. So it was directed by James Whale. Mm-hmm. And then who who was the famous makeup artist? Jack Pierce. Jack Pierce. Jack Pierce is well-renowned. Especially universal horror uh, for Frankenstein, the Wolfman, and the Mummy. He created all of them. Yeah. But he's also uh, not liked in Hollywood Mm -hmm. during that time because of his, I'm going to use barbaric terms of makeup appliances. Him and Lon Chaney had a huge problem with the Wolfman because he would hot glue yak hair to Lon Chaney's face. The rubber prosthetic for the head like Lon Chaney was having like allergic reactions and Jack Pierce just didn't care when you said yak literally I just thought of Ace Ventura yak (laughs) (laughs) alright so let's dive into Frankenstein okay so the movie opens up older movies did back then they had opening credits Mm -hmm. and it literally looked the exact same format as like the end credits did you notice the difference between the two yeah the main difference for me was that it didn't list who the monster was there was a big old question mark big old question mark because we just don't know who the monster is yet yet Towards yeah. the end, we do figure it out. But in the beginning, we don't know. There's a huge question mark. It opens uh, with a funeral. Like The movie doesn't waste any time getting to the point. opens with the funeral, and you see Fritz and Henry peeking over a fence, watching this funeral, scoping out the body they're going to uh, dig up. They came there with one mission. That's it. Who cares about the grieving family? No one. Well, at least they don't. They don't. They don't care. They need it for scientific purposes. Yes, that is their main goal, is to find bodies just to assemble, well, what's to become the monster. Yeah. Yeah, and then as they're, they successfully dig up the, uh, the grave with the monster, and as they're leaving, they notice a hanging body, and they wanted to take that brain yes and apply it to the body yes but with the neck being snapped the brain was no good they couldn't even do it cuts over to a university where dr waldman giving a presentation on a normal brain and a dysfunctional brain an abnormal brain ah the brain of a criminal criminal brain yes okay not normal brain abnormal abnormal No, because so Fritz breaks in Mm -hmm. later that night 
and he grabs the normal brain, but then he gets spooked and he drops it. Ah. Yes. Spooked. And then he's like, oh, well, here's another one. Yeah. He's going to grab this one, but he didn't read the fine print that said abnormal. It, it, he had his thumb over the AB. Yeah. He was holding he's like, it up. Well, this one will do. Yeah, this will work. <laughs> and then we're introduced to his fiance. Hmm, what a hussy. Yeah. I mean, maybe that was normal back then, but all I'm saying is the fiance of. Dr. Frankenstein. Well, Henry Frankenstein. Her name's Elizabeth. Uh-huh. And she is very close with uh, Victor, mm. who is Henry's best friend. Turns out to be his best man for his wedding. Best man, yep. Yes. They're very, very friendly towards each other. Of course, we don't see anything, but they say, oh, what it, would I do without you? It's implied. It is very much implied. And uh, confront the doctor about why Henry ended up leaving the university and the doctor told them that the university found out that he was only interested in taking life and then recreating it Mm -hmm. so with doing that he felt he didn't need to go to that school that he was going to pursue it on his own Mm -hmm. and then don't they go to um henry's father was that after the fact that's after after okay that's after Um, so then it cuts back to castle von frankenstein (laughs) And tis, you, tis a stormy night. Yeah, tis a very stormy night. I know he refers to the storm and the lightning as the electrical secrets of heaven. He calls it it's like it's like a new rain or something like that. But moving, they on. are prepping. Fritz and Frankenstein are prepping the body for the storm exposure. Mm-hmm. But then they're interrupted by Elizabeth, the constable, and. Well, Elizabeth, Victor, and uh, Henry's father. The constable. Yeah. Oh, he's the constable. Yeah, he's the constable. I'd miss that note. Yeah. So, there, and then Fritz is like, hey, go away. I don't, we have no time. <laughs> and then Henry asked who it was, and then Henry ran down the stairs because he did have the time. Yes. He's I like, guess. I guess so. I suppose. He's like, I need to see them now. Yes. So, so he brings them in. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, you want to see what I'm doing? Fine. I'll show you. Show me. Have a seat. And then from But they there, stood, right? They didn't sit. Uh, they stood there and watched. I'm pretty sure they sat. Did they sit or did they stand? They stood there. They well, stood there. Yeah. They were there. He told them to sit, but they said, no way. Oh, we're standing. okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is too big. It's too we big gotta to sit down. we got to stand up for this. Okay. <laughs> Victor. So Henry then gathers all of them together and gives them the speech about three sane people watching one insane person bring life he makes a lot of like godly quotes like i said before like he thinks that the storm and the lightning is the electrical secrets of heaven he um he says i made this with my own hands with my own hands and then after um so he lifts the monster up to the roof Mm -hmm. to get closer to the lightning he exposes it to the storm he exposes him to the storm yep and then he gets lowered, which the monster is not wet at all. I did no, notice that. There is no moisture. Oh, God, I hate that word. Moisture. Oh, God, stop it. <laughs> um, but yeah, the body is like bone dry. Bone dry. Bone but dry. then Henry realizes the hand's moving. His hand's twitching. His hand's moving. And he that's when we get the famous, it's a live quote. Yeah. It's alive. He says, it's alive. <laughs> <laughs> he says, it's moving, it's moving, and then he says, he it's alive. It. He yells, it's alive. 
So, which is the 40, 49th? 49th most famous quote in American cinema, I believe. Hmm. Out of 100. That, that's a very famous quote. Yes. It's a very famous quote. Then it uh, cuts to Henry in a study with Dr. Waldman. And he then explains, you know, the monster's only three days old. He, I've only kept him ever in the dark. Never seen a sunlight. And then you hear pitter-patter. But before that, oh. as sorry, as Waldman and Henry are talking, he's like, well, you have the abnormal brain in your um, little creation there. And then the doctor is like, well, it's only a piece of tissue. It's so a, the, now that Only the most important piece of tissue. I mean, it's a piece of tissue. But now that like the monster's actually, well, sorry, the creation's actually alive... He doesn't really seem to care if it's normal or abnormal. Yeah. So, but that's that's the point. He learns that this brain is not as normal as he thought it was. No. But then you hear the footsteps, the creaking, the door opens, and he's entering in backwards. And in <laughs> walks moonwalking Frankenstein. Moonwalking Frankenstein. <laughs> then we get the big reveal of Boris Karloff. Yes. And he looks amazing. Those cheekbones. Those cheekbones. That square forehead. Very square. That Those, tiny jaw. Them bolts. Them bolts. <laughs> them bolts. <laughs> we get the grand reveal, and then they, they just admire him until he starts getting angry. Well, he was he was really good, so he, like, the doctor was like, walk this way, have a seat, and he's, like, complying perfectly. He opens the sunroof, he lets the light come in. That's right. He sits him down in the chair. And the, he sits him down in the chair. He's like, open the roof. Light comes in. Frankenstein's like, wow, light. Yeah. Never seen this before. And then in comes Fritz. Fucking Fritz. Fritz. That man comes in. <laughs> with My toe. note literally says, was docile until that punk Fritz walks in. <laughs> no, he doesn't walk in. He just comes running in with the, <laughs> he comes running in with the torch. <laughs> and then the monster starts freaking out. <laughs> Yeah, then, then, oh boy, then. No, Fritz, he's just like chasing him around. Yeah, he's whipping. He's with the the torch, and then they're like, let's get him in his room quickly. And then they put the monster in his room, and then Fritz is like, well, let me get my whip out. Ah, and he starts whipping him. That was his mistake. He made a lot of mistakes. Fucking Fritz. Damn, that punk Fritz. Yeah. So what happens to Fritz? Uh, well, he dies. It never like actually shows. Fritz being killed, mm-hmm. but you open the door to the monster's room and he's just hanging there. Yeah. So it's assumed yeah. that he hung him. And then probably uh, with that whip. Probably. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. After seeing that. Dr. Henry and Dr. Waldman. Well, they're having a nice little conversation based on what just happened to Fritz. And Dr. Waldman suggests killing the monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so they Lure him out with the fire, and Dr. Waldman seduces him. I mean, sedates him. So I was like, wait, hold on. (laughs) Seduces him? He seduces him, and then sedates him. Okay, yeah, that is what happens. So the monster turns around and tries to choke out Dr. Waldman. Hold on, so he's, he's like, knocked out. Well, hold on, no, no, he tries to choke him out, throws him to the ground. Oh, yes. Yeah, and then he turns around and confronts Henry, and then those eyes start getting droopy. Mm. Little droopy heavy eyes. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> and then the next scene opens up. We see the monster laying on the table. 
and Dr. Waldman's kind of like over him, assessing him. Prepping a table with cutlery. Yes, yeah, he has his tools laid out and everything. And then you see a hand slowly start to creep up behind Dr. Waldman. Grabs him by the back of the neck. Yeah, and he he dies. Yeah, and he allegedly murders him because they find him later in the tower. Yeah, so again, it's not really assumed that he is dead until it's later confirmed in the movie. At the was it the wedding? Yes, it is the wedding. Yeah, the wedding. Yeah. Uh, so then the big wedding happens. Big wedding happens. We come to find out that the Frankenstein the Frankenstein name is almost like royalty. Yes, where they're like- at. The whole town is loving this wedding. Yeah, like the entire town is. It's not just, you know, they didn't have an RSVP of 25 to 30 people. No. It was RSVP the whole town. Like literally is, what's his name? The councilman? What's what's Henry's The chancellor. Father? Chancellor. Mm-hmm. Like he's standing from his balcony and he's wishing all the fine people, thank you for being here today. Like literally the whole town has a huge celebration for this wedding. They do. It's and massive. then while it's showing all that, it then cuts over to the monster running free. Then we approach one of the most iconic scenes in any cinema history. Very controversial scene. Very controversial as well. Little Maria is talking to her dad about, hey, come play with me. And he's like, no, you play with the cat. So she takes the cat. Takes the cat. And she goes by the lake. And she goes by the lake. Yep. She then has a whole bunch of flowers in her hand, and then in comes the monster. He stumbles in through the shrubbery. Yeah, he didn't make him a way downtown. (laughs) (laughs) And then he busts in, and then she looks at him, and she goes, who are you? And he doesn't say anything, so she walks up to him, grabs him, takes him by the lake, and shows him her flowers. She grabs his little hand with her little fingers and just walks him over to the lake. Yeah, and then she goes, hey, look, I can make a boat throws her flower in there she goes look it floats she has someone she's so excited because she has someone to play with yeah not realizing this man has literally bolts sticking out of his neck yeah not even understanding stranger danger just yet no i mean it's the 1930s yeah that's true that's true yeah but then she throws flowers then he throws flowers yeah so she gives him some flowers and say you know like do what i do they'll float and this is fun mm-hmm. so she's throwing her flowers out he's throwing his and then he runs out of flowers and then he has the bright idea. Or not even bright. He doesn't even think about it. It's just an idea. He thinks because the flowers are floating, she'll float too. You'll float too. You'll, You'll float, float too. too. You'll float too. <laughs> so he picks her up and then tosses her in the lake. Shocks her in the lake. Unfortunately, not even thinking about what, just the physics of that, like the density of her body to the yeah. water. Well, I mean, he's... he's he, he has an abnormal brain. <laughs> the abnormal brain. Not a regular brain. Yes. No. So after, you know, a minute or two, he realizes that she's not floating and then he panics and he um, runs back into town. But I do want to note that this scene is the first scene we actually see him smile it is he's very smiles and he laughs because someone's showing him kindness yeah he's very happy yeah in this moment he's out in the sunlight someone's actually you know not throwing fire in his face or whipping him yeah it's the first scene that he actually smiles yeah yeah so but then he runs into town he runs into town and the wedding is still going on then they hear about dr walden being murdered in Mm -hmm. the tower yeah, so so Henry, Henry then takes Victor, and they split up, and they, they hear the monster in the mansion. Well, before this happens, before they start like running through the mansion and looking for the monster, because they do hear him in the mansion, mm-hmm. um, Elizabeth pulls Henry aside and says, you know, I feel like something something's going to happen. Something mm. is coming between us. I just, don't, I just don't know what it is. 
Um, so they're talking in like her bridal suite about it. Um, and then at that point, that's when Henry hears the monster. Mm-hmm. And then he runs out. He locks Elizabeth in her room. And then Henry and Victor are like running through the mansion trying to figure out. Yeah, so like, they're running around looking for him. And then it cuts over back to Elizabeth's room. Mm-hmm. And you see the monster creeping through the window. He like creeps in the window and then he just stands there. It's weird because Boris Karloff is like giant. Yeah. I think he like, if you look, like he like is hunched like in the corner. But I mean, how does a man that giant be that quiet? I don't know. Yeah. And his shoes, like. Was, I think heavy. they were like 13 pounds each shoe. Yeah. Like either he wasn't wearing them or he has His godlike strength and he could get through that window. His franken feet were out? Uh, yeah. Toes in the dirt? Or on the nice on rich the car- carpet? On the carpet? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so there's a tussle in Elizabeth's room and then they all run in there and they see her, I don't say fainted, but she's in distraught on her bed. She's, like, laid out like a Disney princess. Yeah. She's, like, arm flailing on the ground. I thought she was dead. It would have made more sense if she had died. I thought, I mean, he would have killed her. Why not kill her? Yeah. He killed everyone else. I don't know. Uh, But it cuts to the town. And you see Maria's dad walking through town, carrying her lifeless body. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, as he walks by the party, like, each group he walks by they all stop and look mm-hmm. and then stop and look and he walked by like the fourth or fifth group he walks by that's when he starts having people follow him yeah to the balcony where the i'm gonna call him the head of police but it was like the the guy who yeah it's not it's not henry's father it's not the constable it's it, yeah, maybe it's, it's like the mayor of the town or something yeah it's something like that he he then describes you know my daughter's drowned you know, she was murdered. He proclaims that she was murdered. Yeah, he says, she's drowned. And then he's like, okay. And then he's like, no, she was murdered. She was murdered, yeah. So that's when they form the mob mentality of hunting down Maria's killer. So Henry takes a group. Maria's father takes a group. And then the the guy we're talking about, the... Quote the quote-unquote mayor takes a third party mm-hmm. and they split up and run through the mountains looking for the mountains by the lake yeah and then i forgot what the other place was looking for maria's killer mm-hmm. and but do- it's, at, it's at this point sorry i just want to jump back to a little bit it's mm-hmm. a conversation that i think henry has with victor mm-hmm. he says i i made the monster with these hands or he says i made it with these hands mm-hmm. and i will destroy it with these hands yeah he then become he has the realization that the monster needs to die yeah like he and has to kill the monster maria kind mm-hmm. of was that final nail in the coffin yeah that you know something needs to happen we need to get rid of the monster yeah so like i said they're running through the mountains uh the lake and then Henry goes, like, everyone runs to the left, and Henry goes, no, we go this way. And he climbs all up. All by himself. All by himself. He climbs up the mountain. hmm And that's when he runs into the monster again. hmm So after running into him, you know, they kind of fight, and the monster knocks him out. And But I got, in the midst of that, he's, like, screaming, and the whole town's like, hey, everyone be quiet. Be quiet. <laughs> Listen. Listen. Oh, and then they do hear him screaming, like, from the mountaintops. Yeah, it's like they know the direction he's in. Yes. So the monster knocks him out, then picks him up, and mm-hmm. carries him to the windmill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the monster has, he, like, goes to the, to the top floor of the, the windmill that's still, like, enclosed. And he, like, lays Henry out. Henry's, at this point, still unconscious. Mm-hmm. Um, and the town is all at the bottom 
with like their torches and the monster just at the window screaming out the window yeah get off my mom yeah, he opens he, <laughs> he opens the window and he goes Arr! yeah which translates to get out of here yeah scram yeah so and then henry kind of comes to and he hears all of this uh-huh and that's when he tries to escape and yes. then he has like this little battle with the monster mm-hmm. and then at some point henry runs up to the roof of the windmill mm-hmm. and then and then during that it's fight, it's not funny, but we it's just not. Keep laughing. It's, it's just the the visual effects of the movie is what makes it funny. Yes, but we he runs up to the top of the the roof of the windmill, and then again, the monster just throws somebody, chucks him off the roof. He chucks him off the roof, but it's from the, from the top of the windmill, and then you just hear, ah! <laughs> and then he falls to the ground. But so the reason that I'm laughing about this is because as he, the monster throws the doctor off the roof, you can see that it's clearly a dummy. It's a dummy. And like, his legs are bent in these weird ways that are not humanly possible. And when he falls, he gets he lands on one of the propellers of the windmill. Yes. And it like carries him for like a yes. good good like ten seconds before yes. he flops off of it, and then they're like, oh, it's Henry. Yeah. And they run over and they can't uh, wake him up at that point. He he kind of comes to, but he's not coherent. Yeah. Like, he's moving, which I thought that would have killed him. Um, I would think a 40-foot fall would kill him, too. Onto a, a Onto wood a pro- a propeller. propeller. Yeah. I mean, it's not, like, moving cra- crazy fast, but... No, I, I mean, think. I would just think the blunt force of it would That's what I would think. Yeah. So, the town folk then have the bright idea. Because the monster is caught in the windmill still... They just light it on fire. We'll just catch that thing on fire. They don't care whose it is. They don't. It's property think damage. About that. Yeah. Well, it is in the Frankenstein Mountains, so maybe it belongs to the family of Frankenstein. Mm. Maybe it's I, worth I getting rid of. Maybe. I mean, the monster's inside of it. We must kill the monster. True. So yeah, he. Uh, they light it on fire, mm-hmm. and then it cuts to black. Then rises up with a bunch of handmaids walking down this hallway. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, just giddy and laughing and having fun. Yeah. And then they walk up to a door. One of them's carrying a tray with, um, like, a martini glass and a bottle of something. Yep. You find out it's it's Henry's great-grandmother's wine. wine. Mm-hmm. So the constable opens the door, and lo and behold, Henry survived. Henry's yeah, you alive. You kind of see him in the background just laying in a bed. Yeah, you see him laying in the bed in the back. And they offer him this wine glass, and the constable's like, no, he doesn't I'm, need this. I'm going to drink this instead. I'm going to drink it. And all the maids are like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then it cuts to the end slate. Mm-hmm. And that's Frankenstein. And then at that point, we do get the end credits, and there is a name behind the monster. Yeah. And it's Boris Karloff. Boris Karloff. Mm-hmm. Liking the content? Please be sure to like, share, and subscribe on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, or any of your favorite podcast platforms. Also, be sure to leave a five-star review if you're enjoying the show. We can also be found on Instagram at Flicks and Friends Podcast. If you want to give any movie recommendations, our email address is flicksandfriendspodcast at gmail.com. I want to thank Leopold Susky for his music contribution to the show. Links to all of his music sites are listed in the description. I also want to thank Lila for the artwork that she created. If you like what you see, head over to Twitter and give her a follow. Her Twitter handle is at Pixie6. That's at P-I-X-Y-Y-6. I love watching this movie. 
it's near and dear to us because mm-hmm. of Frankenstein and the Bride. Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to add? Um, I mean, I mean, when we first started dating, we watched this movie together, mm-hmm. and I hadn't seen it in so long. And being in Orlando, like we always hear about Universal monsters because we're very close to Universal, and it's a Universal Pictures movie. Yeah. So it's always just something that's been there. But rewatching it, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. This is very. This is a very interesting movie, but it's it's highly enjoyable, and I understand why it's one of those famous horror, even though it's not really considered horror, it's sci-fi. Yeah. Um, but it's it's I really enjoyed I really enjoyed watching it. Yeah. What do you think of Elizabeth? Um, I think she's kind. She's overly friendly, mm-hmm. especially to Victor. Like mm-hmm. that's your supposed to be like your husband's friend, mm-hmm. and you're just like oh. You spend more time with him than you do your husband. But her husband is kind of crazy. That is true. Thanks for listening, guys. I also still want to thank Holly for joining me on this episode. No problem. It was really fun. And this has been the Flicks and Friends Podcast. That's okay. Disclaimer I'm going to be making a lot of references to Young Frankenstein in this. Okay, ready? <laughs>